Go and turn it up, please. Yo, good day, everybody. It's your man, Ben's for well. We're thinking it out loud. Hope everybody's doing okay. Yes, yeah. Yo, that man, Daniel Penny, the one that um put Jordan Neely in a truck hole in the New York subway car. Feel what I'm saying? Uh, he broke his silence today over over um, Jordan Neely's death. Details. Daniel Penny, the Marine veteran who put homeless man Jordan Neely in a fatal chokehold earlier in May, has broken his silence about the incident in an interview with the New York Post published on a Saturday. Penny said that he was deeply saddened by Neely's death. It's a tragic, it's tragic what happened to him, Penny said. Hopefully we can change the system that so desperately failed us. Penny, who was criminally charged over the incident, refuted any claims that he was a racist for restraining Mr. Neely, a black man. The Marine veteran flatly said that the incident had nothing to do with race. I judge a person based on their character. I'm not a white supremacist, Penny explained. I mean, it's a little bit comical. Everybody who's ever I met can tell you. Anybody that ever met me could tell you that. I love all people. I love all cultures. You can tell me by my past and all my travels and adventures around the world. I actually was planning to do a road trip through Africa before this happened, Penny added. Penny told the Post that he was on his way to the gym when Neely entered his subway car on May 1st. Neely, who reportedly suffered from mental illness, began yelling about going to jail and being hungry and tired. Passengers have said that Mr. Neely was yelling and acting erratically when Penny intervened by putting him on a chokehold, in a chokehold. Uh, Penny's lawyers have argued that the Marine veteran was trying to defend himself and passengers by restraining Mr. Neely. Authorities are still determining determining to what extent Neely was threatened, threatening the train passengers. Like, okay, and trying to figure out, to figure out the pretense on what really happened in the uh, subway car. There should have been um, cameras on there because I'm pretty sure there'd be cameras on the subway cars and stuff. So they still trying to investigate that. Uh, freelance journalist Juan Alberto Vasquez, who filmed the incident, said that Neely was yelling and threw his jacket and threw his jacket to the ground. So okay, he was being irrational, but that he did not physically attack anyone. The guy that was filming that incident said he was just being loud and he threw his jacket on the ground. So he didn't do anything to anybody and stuff like that. Looks like Mr. Neely was harmless. Okay, moving along. But an eyewitness told news sources that Penny was a hero and recalled that Neely was using words like kill and bullet when he was yelling. It was self-defense. And I believe in my heart that Mr. Penny saved a lot of people that day that could have gotten hurt. The retiree told news sources this. I'm sitting on a train reading my book, and all of a sudden, I hear someone spewing these rhetorics. He said, I don't even care if I have to kill an F. Like, this what he was saying? Okay, so th- 
They are paraphrasing what Mr. Neely says. I don't even care if I have to kill and F, I will, I will go to jail and take a bullet. The woman who's in her 60s explained. So she was paraphrasing, obviously, what, um, what happened that day in that um, train car. The 24-year-old veteran told the post that he did not regret the encounter and did not feel ashamed. I don't. I mean, I always do what I think is right. Mr. Penny said, Penny is due back to court in July, and if convicted, could spend a maximum of 15 years in prison. Well, it's a bad thing right here. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to jump on anybody's side. I don't want to jump on Penny's side. I don't want to jump on Neely's side, you know? But who I will jump on is the city. That's who I'm going to jump on. I'm not jumping on the city side neither. I'm going to just jump on them. Because there's been uh, homelessness homelessness all over the goddamn subway station. The subway station. They everywhere. There's homeless people everywhere in the subway system. Everywhere. Every car you go, you're going to see goddamn homeless people or somebody just finished smoking crack or something like that. Now it's fentanyl and crack and shit. I don't know, crack or fall, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I'm going to jump on the city. I'm going to jump on the politicians. I'm going to jump on these um, representatives that made these false promises. I'm going to jump on the people that could have prevented this by using sources, resources and programs to help these homeless people with mental illness that they struggle with every day that we witnessed the, the, uh, the, um, what's the word? I forgot the word of it. But the people that travel to work and travel throughout the city of New York got down every day. The, the commuters, they always got to goddamn see the homeless people acting up. They see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? And then you had a statement from one of uh, the cameramen that filmed the incident. He stated that Mr. Neely was just acting erratically. He was just talking crazy and stuff. He didn't touch nobody. He didn't hit. He just threw his jacket on the floor. There's times I've been in the goddamn two train because I always be in Harlem. So I be in the two train. Sometimes I go on the one train because I like to go to the Bronx too. I be at goddamn Dykers and shit, Dykeman. I be over there in Dykeman and shit. I be on like 230 first and shit. I go all the way up north. You feel what I'm saying? So, I always see like kids or dancers like you got homeless young people in there and they will beatbox, dance and do all types of TikTok dances and shit like that and entertain the car club and then they'll jump off the next stop and then do it to the next car and shit. On and on and on and on. And then you have all types of people that jump in the car start talking. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, can I get your attention? I'm a homeless person, and I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you get the, you get the picture of what I'm saying. So, this is what it is. You leave that to the professionals, which is a police officer, because they know how to restrain a person. They know how to detain a person. You're, you, Mr. Um, Penny, 
You don't do that. You don't you don't do that. If you knew how to do that, you wouldn't be in the circumstances that you're in. You're facing uh, a, a trial right now. You see what I'm saying? So with that being said, you know what I'm saying? I know he was acting irrational, but he could have went another way route with it. <coughs> you could have just been like, hey, so I'm going to have to ask you to um, quiet down. Uh, you're rattling the passengers. I'm going to have to call the police on you if you don't stop, sir. That's all you had to say. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have to even touch them because you just saying, Yo, I'm gonna have, we gonna, I'm calling the police, man. I'm gonna have to call the cops if you don't settle down, cause you, 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 you scaring everybody right now. So we're gonna, we're gonna have to call the cops, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna hit the red bell so they get you up out of here. That's what, a, that's what a humane person would have done. They don't have to put you in a 15-minute chokehold. Now, if you have to put somebody in a chokehold, you don't have to do it for 15 minutes. I know damn sure I don't have to put nobody in no 15-minute chokehold. That's dangerous. That means I'm trying to kill a person. That's like a high intent, right? I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. Just helping y'all people think so y'all can see the circumstances. I know this is the uh, public opinion thing, but I'm telling you how I'm thinking. And, you know, you, like, like there's professionals because police officers will not chokehold you for 15 minutes. Excluding the George Floyd situation. We're going to exclude George Floyd from there because, you know, he had a knee on the neck. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And that was a long time. Was eight minutes, nine minutes damn near. See what I'm saying? You, you're trying to kill a person. Police officers know that they went through training. So police officers already know that they don't have to hold you for uh, more than five minutes. Four minutes because you're already you're already like uh, discombobulated. You out of there, so now they got you. You know all they gotta do is put the cuffs behind you, and they got control of your body. You see what I'm saying? That's it. That's the proper etiquette and a way in how to restrain or detain somebody. Right, ladies and gentlemen, you can't say that I'm wrong. You can't say that I'm wrong. You could you could go to the comments on on, on my. Instagram, Box Benji, B O X B E N J I, and tell me that I'm wrong. I will prove to you because I am ex military. I will prove to you it was only going to take about a minute to restrain you in a chokehold or any goddamn decompromising move. You get what I'm saying? Or a compromising move. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many ways that a person could get restrained without killing them. You know, that's, that's the argument there. That's the argument that George, I mean, Jordan Neely family is saying. He, you didn't have to kill him. You see what I'm saying? Now, there's a big old uh, uh, lawsuit. There's a big civil matter going on because of the way that you dealt with the situation, Mr. Penny. I'm just saying, you shouldn't have it. You shouldn't have it done it like that. There was ways you could have restrained Mr. Neely, but you didn't have to kill him. See what I'm saying? So that shows you if you can't see or understand what I'm trying to, where I'm coming from, or what I'm talking about. Look, that's why you're in the situation you're in now. It's either you know or you didn't know. It's either that. It's either you had intent. 
or you was oblivious. And being oblivious doesn't exclude you from facing 15 years and stuff like that. You know? So, that I got to put that out there so people could think and use their heads. And if you have another... Uh, if you have another angle to this that you need me to listen to, feel free to hit the Box Benji Instagram and comment and tell me what's up. You see what I'm saying? So all I'm trying to tell you, people, is try, I'm trying to help you think about this here, right here. Just like the little China girl who's talking about she from um, East New York. It's ABC, motherfucker. This is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Benz Pharrell. Holla at me on Box Benji on YouTube. Box Benji, Instagram, and underscore Murder Envy, M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V, as in Victor, V-I-I. Alright? Murder Envy. It'll pop up. You'll see the face in the pictures. You have a lovely day. I'm going to come back with some more stuff to make you think, because we think out loud over here on this side. You feel what I'm saying? It's that hard on life. Throw, them, throw, throw your stuff up. Throw your little family sets up. You dig?